time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. And the Council Roundup each and every Wednesday brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch, also open on Saturdays. And don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. We review what happens at the Springfield City Council each and every week. If it's a Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole, we also cover that. If you're not familiar with the structure, essentially they have two full city council meetings a month. And then they have two committees of the whole where they essentially say, hey, we're going to take this ordinance and put it on the debate agenda for final passage the following week. Or they're going to put the ordinance on the consent agenda with other non-controversial ordinances for final passage the following week. So last night was a city council committee of the whole. And the uh, committee of the whole chairperson was Alderwoman Erin Conley. And she uh, starts off the meeting with uh, the ongoing conversations about uh, a variety of different uh, bills and ordinances that they're looking at. And in particular, one ordinance deals a lot with what we're going to tackle, and that's uh, problem properties, and especially uh, how to deal with uh, the properties that are uh, being maintained by possibly out-of-state or out-of-the-region landlords. So here's Alderwoman Conley uh, laying out uh, some of the uh, start of the meeting last night. I'd just like to point out to everyone on the council chambers, um, at the last council meeting, we adopted Ordinance 2023-205, which is the resolution adopting a pledge of civility. Everyone has a copy of that at your desk today. Just want to make sure that we um, keep this in mind. We are, it's a new council, it's a new day, and I'd like to make sure that we, we do our best to, in the interest of civility, promote civility by listening, being respectful of others, acknowledging that we are all striving to support and improve our community, and understanding that we each may have different ideas for achieving that objective. So let's just all keep that in mind. We voted for it unanimously. Let's keep this moving along. So uh, the idea of civility, obviously something they want to make sure they maintain, uh, but it goes on with uh, taking some ordinances that are uh, tabled or remaining in committee and then putting them on debate. One of those ordinances was from uh, Alderman uh, Roy Williams, Jr. You know, Madam Chair, I would like to move... 2023-203 off the table and on for debate. We have a motion. Is there a second? What is it? I'm sorry. What is it? Second. The measure uh, deals with uh, problem properties and, in particular, uh, what to do with uh, landlords that might not be within the jurisdiction. Uh, here is uh, the the explanation of that uh, particular ordinance uh, as read last night. It's amending Chapter 170 by adding Sections 170.17.71 through 170.17.78 to the 1988 City of Springfield Code of Ordinances as amended relating to registration of residential rental properties. So that's the uh, kind of you know language of the ordinance uh, to have a registry of landlords and in particular landlords that have more than uh, you know fifty unit buildings. Uh, so the debate really gets into it. Here is uh, some of what uh, the alder people had to say about the ordinance that was up for consideration. Alderman Roy Williams uh, he lays out why he thinks that uh, this is an important ordinance and it needs to be debated. I just think it's important that when we have ordinances like this uh, that impact the community, um, we need to discuss it. Uh, It's not like uh, the ordinance that I'm proposing uh, is set in stone. Of course, we debate, 
we share ideals, we make amendments and things like that. But we need to be able to allow the groups that support this to come in, uh, and we need to move this forward. So thank you. I, I, I ask that you bring this to debate, and then next Friday, uh, next Tuesday, we'll deal with it. Thank so you. that's his plan. His his plan is to have this on uh, for debate so they can debate it and pass it next week. Uh, but this is one of those ordinances where with this new city council that came in, uh, they actually moved to table this. But uh, the idea of civility, they decided to go ahead and bring it out and uh, have a debate about it. And they continued that debate. Here is more from uh, Alderman Williams uh, about why he wants this ordinance in place. So do you know which groups are, are supporting this ordinance? Well, uh, according to one group, ICON, they did a survey, and, and, and part of what this really deals with, in the survey, most of the members said yes. Now, I realize that a couple aldermen uh, didn't respond, but the majority did respond, and the majority did say yes to this. And so they wanted to be a little more stricter than what I wrote it, but I tried to r work with the previous mayor and write it in a way where at least we could get something and get something moving on these vacant lots and, and homes that we're having problems with landlords. So obviously uh, it's an issue that all older people have to deal with when it comes to uh, problem properties and trying to get in touch with landlords that may be part of the problem, uh, not responding to code violations or fees and fines that might be leveled. Uh, Alderman Ralph Hanauer, he jumped in with some of his concerns about this ordinance uh, and uh, why he doesn't support this idea that at least is spelled out in this particular proposal. My understanding is that we have access, we being the, um, being the uh, public works, has access to who the owners of all these properties are. Am I correct with that? We're supposed to. Nate? So they have the uh, uh, officials there to uh, respond to some of the current policies that are in place and how they're being implemented. Here's more of that conversation. The theory is, yes, that we have access to uh, owners of any of the properties, but uh, we were having a discussion today just about how difficult it is to make contact with a lot of the uh, owners, the out-of-state owners re uh, who reside out-of-state, uh, how difficult it is to uh, make contact with them. And even when we do need to... Uh, take uh, court action, how hard it is to serve them with the, the appropriate papers. It's very difficult in some cases. So obviously it's uh, difficult. It's been proven uh, to be an issue, and even the new public works director there, the acting director, uh, signaling that uh, indeed there are some, some problems that uh, they have in trying to get a hold of these problem property landlords. More from Alderman Hanauer. If, if we were to do this, <laughs> They're going to take an, a staffer to keep it up, or are you going to have to hire somebody? I'm not going to say yes, but I'm not going to say no. Huh. I feel like you're running for office. <laughs> <laughs> Only for cover. Ah, uh, that's that's good. That's a good uh, quick quip uh, from the uh, acting public works director. There uh, sounds like you're running for office. No, only running for cover. Uh, so more from last night's Springfield City Council meeting, talking about how to deal with problem properties and possibly having a registry of sorts for those who live outside the city limits if they own property. Here's uh, Alderwoman Lakeisha Purchase with some of her concerns on this. It was maybe two weeks ago, and she was asking for this to be put on hold. And we had discussed about maybe having 
out-of-state landlords registered versus everyone that's a landlord in the entire city. So I would like to ask to have her come forward and talk about that as well, too, before we make some decisions. And she's referring to the um, director of the Inner City uh, Older Neighborhood uh, uh, Association, ICON. And uh, it's an organization that focuses on older properties in some of the historic parts of Springfield. Uh, and uh, apparently they want to have this registry uh, and they want to uh, you know, have some, some more teeth to code enforcement. Uh, so we'll hear more about this uh, coming back here with Springfield's Morning News. It is the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch, Head West Sub. Continuing on with the Council Roundup here with Springfield's Morning News, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch, also open for lunch on Saturdays. Don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. And back in to the council chambers for the Committee of the Whole last night. They're talking about an ordinance that would essentially create a landlord registry. And uh, just some comments here from the live stream on YouTube and Facebook. Chuck says, hit the landlords, the same people that couldn't get rent for two years from COVID. LOL. Uh, you've got uh, Lillian saying, Alderman Roy Jr., thank you. Seniors in nursing homes can't keep property up. Yes, Alderman Roy Jr., uh, Chuck, again, says, uh, keep screwing with landlords. The rent will go up. Then old Roy will cry his people can't afford to pay rents. But Lillian counters that on Facebook, saying to serve papers to the elderly in nursing homes is quite awful. They shouldn't have to pay the taxes anyone 60 and up. Um, they're on a fixed income. Do any of you have a heart? Ugh. So, uh, obviously, the comments coming in there. Uh, but uh, Roy Williams uh, Jr., he he brought this ordinance. It was tabled uh, several weeks ago, but they're back at it debating it. And uh, you heard from Alderwoman Purchase about uh, the director of ICON wanting to give more input on this. And that's something that uh, Alderman Williams said, yeah, absolutely, we need more input from ICON and others. It is out of state. That's the, that's the problem. Some want it to be also city people. Mm-hmm. Right now, it only addresses out-of-state uh, landlords. So we need to read the ordinance as well. Thank you. I just wanted to repeat what ICON president has said to me, not for me. Thank you, Alderman Purchase. So uh, the debate continues. Here's more from last night. Uh, Alderman uh, Donilon, he uh, shares some of his thoughts about uh, the direction of this ordinance and uh, how exactly it's going to play out if it's implemented. And the director told me when I asked him pointedly, is this necessary? And the answer was no, it is not necessary because they have the ability to find property owners and individuals through the electronic means and services that the Public Works Department and the legal department has. Now, is it always going to be easy to find somebody from out of state? Of course not. Uh, that's something that we've uh, encountered with mobile home parks, with, uh, with uh, duplexes, with single-family homes throughout the city for decades. And that's, that's, that seems to be the problem that we hear on a recurring basis. So Alderman Donilon continues with some of his comments from last night's meeting. I'm impressed with the professionals that we have. I trust their opinions, and I intend on voting no. So uh, there's at least one alderman sharing their thoughts. Uh, Alderwoman Jennifer Notoriano, uh, she shares what her uh, concerns are with uh, some of the uh, the ongoing uh, uh, language and debate about the ordinance that's up for consideration on debates. Uh, the beginning says it's folks who live outside of Sangamon County, um, but then I, that's what the purpose says. And then it says um, for 
folks who live outside the state of Illinois shall register. Um, so, yeah, I think this is a good jumping off point, but I would like to hear from ICON since they are um, a big proponent of this, and I know they've been working on it for several years. Um, I just, unfortunately, their meeting was canceled uh, this month, and I, I just don't know where they're at on this. Um, so I imagine we're going to hear from ICON next week uh, when they want to bring this back up for consideration. Uh, Alderman uh, Brad Carlson, newly elected to Ward 7, he chimes in on some of his thoughts and where this is headed. Isn't it already public knowledge or public record uh, who the owners of these property are? I mean, we, we certainly have to send them a tax bill. I just got mine a few weeks ago. I think we have to send them a tax bill twice a year. Um, so to me... Yeah, just another layer. It's a little bit duplicative to me. So. so he doesn't think that it's necessary because we already have some of that information on tax records that can be gleaned. So uh, we'll hear more of this. A lot of the debate last night was about this issue of problem properties and how to address uh, the, the property owners and the landlords of these problem properties if they're not easily accessible or if there's not a registry that the city can access directly. Uh, so we'll hear a lot more of that coming back here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY Springfield's News and Talk. The Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. All right, back with the Council Roundup, and it is Springfield's Morning News. And the Council Roundup brought to you each and every Wednesday by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. Back at it, talking about what to do with problem properties in particular, should there be a landlord registry. Other comments coming in from the live stream. Uh, King Albie says, I think the issue is the amount of large business that are building apartment buildings, communities that you can't own any of it, and it's rent out solely by these same developers. Uh, others uh, continuing the conversation back and forth, and you can do that just simply by uh, watching us on YouTube or Facebook, and you can share your comments there. Uh, just search Bishop on Air, and uh, you'll be able to find it. It's also on WMAY News on Facebook, uh, so connect that way. But back to the uh, Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole. Alderman Sean Gregory, uh, he supports this idea. Here's some of his rationale as to why he believes that uh, a registry is needed or some kind of effort is needed to ensure that problem properties get addressed by Springfield City officials. Well, I, I don't have a, a, a problem with this ordinance, but I, I, I really strongly, and I believe I've had some conversations, and I, I, I don't think that, that throwing everybody on a landlord registry is the way, but I do think that we need to um, implement putting people on a landlord registry or a housing registry of these houses that we consistently deal with year after year. And I'm not saying, oh, <coughs> your grass is long and we're going to throw you on that and make you pay, blah, blah, blah. But I'm, I'm, our health and safety violations are, 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 um, and issues um, like that, you know, after one, twice, three times of sending our inspectors, well, maybe we need to uh, register you sometimes. Um, and, and I think that's a good process. Um, you know, maybe that's another ordinance, but, but I do think that, you know, we have to start um, um, holding the the knuckleheads of the, 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 the houses that we have to deal with year after year. Um, I, I could throw out addresses that I deal with every day, year after year, the four years that I've been there, and I think those sets, and then we'll start, you know, uh, walking to a point where we have a nice list, 
and these houses will eventually get fixed and they can come off the list because they're fixed or they've, they've served us a amount of time. I haven't thought it all the way out, um, but I have put some thought into it. Well, Thank and you. part of uh, putting the thought to it is having this debate about what's due with these problem properties. And uh, you've got uh, Alderman Roy Williams Jr. talking with uh, Alderwoman Conley about uh, some of the ongoing concerns of how this uh, ordinance is ultimately going to be crafted. I respect everybody's opinion, and this is what I wanted. I wanted uh, some kind of discussion and some kind of debate, but, you know, we just had Memorial Day. And you wouldn't believe the calls I got about people trying to cook out, and right next door is a house, and they said, Alderman, when you got appointed, we told you about this house. And so they're trying to cook out with raccoons, possums, whatever's growing in that abandoned, tall house. And, yes, the county does have records. But we also know, as the director has said, it's, that doesn't mean nothing if the information isn't correct. So obviously they need to make sure they get correct information. More from uh, Alderman Roy Williams Jr. last night during the Committee of the Whole. All we're doing right now at this point is allowing these neighborhood groups, Icon Neighborhood Associations, anybody listening with these kind of properties, to weigh in so that we do make it right. And more from uh, Williams? They are one of the ones saying, why are we just saying out of state? Some of these people are right here in Springfield that are the problem landlords. So it's a good discussion, and I want to move it forward. Thank so, you. So uh, other aldermen chiming back in. You got uh, Alderman Hanauer. Uh, he, he raised concerns about this, but uh, he continued his thoughts of how he doesn't see this as the right direction to go. One of the problems is uh, we got the same people that have the problems, and we're just not hitting them hard enough. They start hitting you. Start hitting them in the pocketbook, and they're gonna they're gonna start doing things. Um, he also had questions about uh, the overall number of properties that are dilapidated, and uh, just uh, are we in the process of uh, tearing these things down, or how's this uh, playing out when it comes to city code enforcement? I don't think it's a city problem that it's because it takes that long. I think it also has to deal with state law. I don't know. I'm not an attorney, but I was told that early on. So. Um, but I do know that we do have on the books uh, ordinances, an ordinance that we are to use when we go out and we have the same problem. We're supposed to fine them a hundred, hundred dollars or whatever it is, and then the next time, you know, uh, double that amount, and the next time triple that or whatever it is. I can't remember without having the ordinance in front of us. But you know, maybe we need to look at that and put a little bit more teeth. In. So, obviously, uh, maybe having some more strict uh, measures in place to address problem properties. Uh, and I think that's really at the crux of all of this is how do you hold certain landlords accountable for code violations? Uh, back to the issue of uh, demolishing the properties, how many properties are on that list? Neighborhood associations would like to have a, 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 this ordinance because they want to have, they will be able to get a copy of the people's names and they will, they will bother you know, the landlords or whatever, if something's not kept up to their standards, too. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. So, again, the list can be gathered. Uh, you have to do kind of independent build of a list, but you can go down to the county and get some um, property records for who owns that property. Uh, that's all uh, public information, and uh, uh, that was one point that uh, Alderman Brad Carlson raised. More from Alderman Hanauer last night during the Committee of the Whole. If we want to, If we want to make it stronger and make it, you know, to where there's more teeth in it um, and less forgiving, it'll, it'll show these people. 
that's I think you hit them in the pocketbook. I, I don't know. I don't know what else. You know, I don't think a registry is going to do that. So, uh, Alderman Hanauer, uh, suspicious that this is going to do anything um, and uh, thinks that there should just be more teeth to the enforcement they already have. Uh, more from last night. Uh, Alderman Williams chiming back in to some of the concerns he's heard thus far. That a registry is a starting point because this is a, these are legit concerns. Uh, the fines, um, to me, it's like finding a homeless person. If I'm already too poor so I don't have trash service, I'm already so poor I don't cut my grass. So fine ain't always the answer because they so poor they ain't going to pay the fine. And the opposite happens as well. I'm so rich, well, Alderman, you had them cut the grass and you charged them extraordinary amounts and you stuck it on my tax bill. I just have some account somewhere that just pays off the tax bill. I don't even know I paid for the grass cutting. So fine is not always the answer. He continues with uh, why he thinks this is a good starting point for uh, the conversation of how to address problem properties. My situation is where the landlord's in prison. My, my situation is where the landlord is in a nursing home. Not, no fault of their own. They age out. They can't take care of the home. They, they have to go into the nursing home and the house is in limbo, but the grass is not getting cut. The upkeep's not. There's all those kind of issues. This is a starting point. So by the conversation back and forth, you had uh, Alderwoman Conley as the chair of the committee. And just to reference back to at the beginning of the, of the meeting, she said, hey, we have this ordinance that everybody recognized we need to have civility uh, when it comes to uh, the, the debates that happen within the, the council chambers. Uh, and some of that's uh, coming to surface uh, and a, a re-recognition of the need for civility. Here's a uh, back and forth between Alderwoman Conley and uh, Alderman uh, Roy Williams Jr. from last night's Springfield City Council Committee of the whole and go i don't know that this ordinance does that this ordinance defines a residential rental property as a multi-family multi-family dwelling containing more than 50 units that's not going to hit your your single family okay i'm glad you're saying that we can fix that this well, is but, what but, i want excuse debate. me alderman it's my turn okay so I think maybe... Civility, remember. Excuse me. Yes, that means not interrupting someone when they're speaking. Well, say it a little nicer. You really want me to go there? Because this is called civility. Civility. You let me finish what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I think that what you're talking about and the needs that we're defining as we're having this conversation mean that perhaps what has been drafted by a prior administration and a prior legal counsel does not actually meet the core of what you're trying to address. So uh, the gavel had to be used in that uh, conversation back and forth between Alderman Roy Williams Jr. and Alderwoman Aaron Connolly acting as the chair of the Committee of the Whole. Uh, we're we're going to extend the council roundup to a fourth segment this hour because there's still more that was discussed last night on this issue of creating a landlord registry. So stay tuned for that. We'll have uh, just a final segment on the council roundup here with Springfield's Morning News, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch, and don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. Continuing on with the Council Roundup in overtime, uh, one last segment here, just uh, some more of the debate about what to do with problem properties and whether or not there should be a landlord registry. You have the debate going on, and Alderwoman Conley wanting to uh, kind of say what she thinks is the next step here in this ongoing debate uh, about how to deal with these properties. Possibly what we need to do is have more of a working group among members of this council who have concerns. We all have these properties in our wards. I, 
I don't think it comes close to addressing the, the really pertinent issues that you raise. Alderman Roy Williams Jr. saying that, uh, yeah, uh, he just wants to continue the debate on this because it's an issue that uh, is impacting his community, uh, and they're looking for some kind of action on how to deal with this stuff. I, I'm just trying to do the right thing, and I realize that this may not be a perfect ordinance, but it's a start, like I said, and we are starting something. See, for me, it's not about who's in the seat. Who's the mayor? Who's the corporate comp? That's not what this is about. No matter who's in the seat, this is my situation and my ward. Uh, and what's going on, I believe, like you guys are verifying across the city. So we can't keep making it about, well, who's in now and who's doing what now. It exists now and we have to deal with it now. Alderman Chuck Redpath also uh, sounding off on this, having been in the council for decades at uh, two different stints, and uh, he essentially says this has been an ongoing issue all across the city for a long, long time. Alderman Williams has got a point. There is a problem out there that we've got to deal with. I don't agree with the wording on this, but I am willing to sit down with him or anybody else and work through this with our new director, with our old director, whomever it takes to do this, to make this the right thing, because people sitting out in the backyard barbecuing should not have to look at wild animals running through a house. I don't want it. I mean, there wouldn't be none next to my house, but because I'd get the old 22 out, I guess. No, just kidding, Chief. <laughs> so, yeah, um, <laughs> different ways of handling things, that's for sure. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's really the debate uh, about how to deal with uh, problem properties in the city of Springfield. And uh, Alderman Williams wanting to have some kind of uh, registry. But the ordinance, as it's spelled out, uh, only deals with uh, the uh, out-of-state or out-of-Sangamon County landlords, not with those who are in the city limits of Springfield, uh, but also uh, the, the questions of uh, exactly how uh, they, they go about uh, you know focusing on uh, you know single family properties because the way the ordinance is spelled out, uh, the the alderman's ordinance only deals with those who are operating uh, units with more than fifty uh, particular uh, you know units within that uh, that overall apartment complex. So that's a bit from uh, last night's Springfield City Council on the debate of uh, what exactly is going to happen with uh, the ordinance. It was ultimately voted to table again. Will they have continued conversation? especially with the Inner City Older Neighborhood Association. We shall see. One other thing I wanted to get out there for you, an upcoming event, Juneteenth. And they had an organizer there last night to uh, talk about what to expect for the upcoming celebrations to honor Juneteenth. My name is Sharina Douglas, and my partner here, Shamika Carr-Gregory, is handing out um, handouts. So uh, the organization there to uh, address uh, the, the fun festivities they've got planned. And if you did not know, that Springfield, I know you already know that it's the home of Lincoln, but you probably weren't aware that this is the home of Juneteenth because most of you, minus Alderman Williams, probably didn't even know what the holiday of Juneteenth was. I know I didn't. Um, when I was younger, I just celebrated it in the park because Springfield has been celebrating Juneteenth for over 20 plus years. And in the course of our celebrating, we actually learn and understand the history and the purpose. And now the nation and world understands the history and purpose of Juneteenth. And that is not just acknowledgement of the ending of slavery, but acknowledgement that two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation was written and issued, the last slave 
was given their freedom in America, which is substantial <coughs> to understand that freedom uh, was not immediate. It had to be extracted. And like my partner's shirt says, free-ish means that although black citizens were freed with the Emancipation Proclamation, um, because of the systemic issues um, this country has within its um, helm still currently, uh, unfortunately, we would call ourselves still free-ish. Free, but not fully free. So, uh, so organizers talking about the events. They've got a talent show that's scheduled for Wednesday, June 14th. Uh, they've got uh, other events scheduled for Thursday down at the Y Block, part of the Levitt Concert Amphitheater Series. Uh, you've also got uh, Friday, Juneteenth celebrations downtown, uh, including at the, uh, the the Illinois State Museum. Uh, and then also uh, Saturday, they're going to have a parade. And even on uh, Sunday and Monday, they've got Juneteenth celebrations continuing. So uh, put that on your calendar. That's your Council Roundup here with WMAY. From the Fly SPI.